Hey! Hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals, that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly, and I am chillin'. It's a good day. We're recording on a Sunday. It feels like it's been ages since we've done that. It's me, your host, <laughs> Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my plucky co-host. Would you like to tell the people who it is that y'all are today? Howdy! Uh, today, I'm Stephanie, a.k.a. Captain Steph on Twitter, Snowfair on Tumblr, etc., etc., and uh, I am grateful to have not been cursed by any Ukrainian witches today. That's my... <laughs> it's a good thing to be grateful for. Hello. Yeah, I feel like it's a good thing to be grateful for. Hello. I Hello. am Eric, the refined magic man. I am the no longer a nasty little magic boy. I am now wow. a refined magic gentleman. How did you level up? I purchased my first singles. <laughs> oh. Rather than packs. Oh, there's single magic in your area. Mm -hmm. There were many single magic singles. <laughs> yeah, magic singles at the store. And I purchased a number of them. Good, 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 good. Hey, well, you know. Um, yeah, there's usually a bunch of magic singles at a store that sells magic cards. <laughs> I feel like that's the default state of a magic you know, magic boy. You know the the like I, you know. Okay, yeah, probably uh, the the place I went and played at this week <laughs> was probably mostly singles. You're right. <laughs> Where I sat okay. awkwardly at a table <laughs> for 15 minutes in silence with a person. Who I then ended up playing games with anyways. <laughs> Did I tell you guys this full story? You were, you were trying there really hard to defend the, the honor of the magic player community, and I respect that. Yeah. Even though you no. Uh, Every, whether it be card, tabletop, or video game, any gaming like tournament or session is like a case of Zima away from turning into a different kind of party <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> The, uh, and vice versa. Any party like that is one pack of cards against humanity to turning into just a game. Night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Did I tell you guys the full story of like what happened, like getting to that, like playing games at that store? I don't think so. Why so, don't you tell us and all our listeners? Yeah. So yeah. I show up at the store that I was told to meet up with this person who I'd met literally once, uh, in passing at a you know game store. Different game store. And was told to, like, uh, you know, go show up at this other store across town after a certain time and we'll sit down and play some games. Well, I get there and they're not there. So immediately social anxiety because there were far more people at this store than I expected. There were like probably around like 40 to 50 people. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, no. Just for magic playing? Right? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. I haven't had real social interaction in two years. <laughs> Um, <laughs> haven't been around even 40 people. Yeah, this is giving me extreme anxiety, and I don't know if this is, like, a tournament, and I'm allowed, like, not allowed to sit in certain places. I've never been to this store. I have no idea about any of, like, the, you know, customs or whatever. So I just stood awkwardly at the front of the store until finally an employee was free enough to ask me what I needed, and I just said, hey, could, do you need any help? <laughs> and I just kind of said, am I allowed to sit down? <laughs> 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 and they like laughed and said, "Yeah, sorry, like it's it's not a tournament." So like I went and sat in the very very back facing the door by myself at a very large table <laughs> until gotta, probably gotta keep like your eye on the door so you your eye on the exits. Yeah, well, and so I knew of my 
like the person I was yeah, waiting on would show up. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so I sit there for a bit by myself and then somebody comes over and they're like, hey, I need to sleep some cards. Do you mind if I like sit here? And I was like, no, it's fine. And then for the, proceed for the next 15 minutes of sitting in like awkward silence as we're both sleeving cards and like occasionally trying to make small talk, but like the <laughs> smallest of small talk. The tiniest talk. Because I'm clearly feeling awkward and I don't think he knew what to say either. So we just sat there until my friend and his fiance showed up and they sit down <laughs> and they're starting to get their stuff out to play and I'm just getting set up. And then finally, the other guy at the table goes, oh, hey, like, you guys have three players. Do you mind if, I am, if I'm your fourth? And, they, like, my friend and his fiance look at him and go, oh, we thought you guys knew each other. Like, we thought you were the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> That's how all men's friendships start. It's just sitting in silence until people assume you're friends. Like, oh, yeah, I've known that guy for ten years. What's his name? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know that guy's name, so... <laughs> uh, that that I mean, we they all had a good laugh at us for like so they were like so you guys just sat here quietly for like the past twenty minutes we're like yep, <laughs> like, yep we were just leaving cards <laughs> leaving away I mean to be fair like bro I haven't I didn't know your last name for like the first three years we knew each other yeah that's it was true there as a convention that I thought I met you at which may not have even been true technically yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was my very yeah. funny uh, first experience of getting back into uh, physical magic in. You know, over a decade. <laughs> so. Amazing. You said you saw like a uh, like a guy who just like printed his cards. That was that was the guy. That was the guy at my table. <gasps> that was the guy. Who was, <laughs> yeah. What a fucking big brain guy. Yeah. He he. So found out what it was is that he was testing out a deck before he went and bought the cards and that he the needed. Cards. Yeah. So because like they're expensive, wow. the ones he needed yeah. were like very pricey. And so he was like, I wanted to test out this theory. And <laughs> he was like, I know the deck will work. I want to test out if it's terrible to play against because it involves a scenario in which I have to flip a coin a hundred times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that does sound pretty awful. Yeah. And, and like. As far that, as player experience goes. You know, in talking to him about it, like, one of the people at the table was like, you know, you could probably just download an app to have it automatically flip 100 coins and tell you the results. And then he was like, oh, you're right. Now I can play this deck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It was very funny. It was a cool group. I was uh, I was glad to get out there and actually, you know, play some magic. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get out there and you know do something like some kind of communal experience yeah it, it was know, it was nice damn disease out there but like that was the one thing when we came um out your way and didn't go to a convention like gamers aren't the best people necessarily on average but there's something nice about a game room like full of rhythm arcade games yeah where most of the people here are like we appreciate the japanese culture we get over here but we're not going to claim to have any ownership over it Especially the language. That said, what is this machine telling me to do? <laughs> and someone's like, look, man, I don't read Japanese, but I did play this game, and I can get you to where the songs are. Here's how you play. And that communal experience of people like, dude, how'd you get so good at that game? I'm like, I'm not. This is medium. Look at that guy with his headphones. That, that's the real champion over there. Yeah, there were people like fun experience, you know, at these like casual game nights, people like do like walk around from table to table just to see what the state of the game is like at different uh -huh. places. So, like, that can be a bit awkward. You'll kind of occasionally get the awkward person coming over because, like, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get in on a game. Like, they're, they're trying to be like, are you guys almost finished? Because I want to play, too. And uh -huh. 
there's no real like, polite. I got next, and it's like, no, you don't. Yeah, there's no real polite way of saying like, hey, like we're not really interested in playing against randos, <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, but eh, I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, also I wish like you know uh, other video games I was into like had competitive scenes. I guess like I wish there was a way to play competitive at my level other people yeah uh-huh. yeah I know whether it be mean. overwatch or smash bros or fighting games everyone's either if you practice the game a little bit you're going to stomp everybody who doesn't know it but people who are actually good are going to crush you so it's like hey who's practiced this game for two weeks total over the five years it's been out oh you let's play yeah let's go man <laughs> you and me yeah i was you know pretty upfront with the people i was with like hey i haven't played in like 11 years so like they were playing cards like, you know, the, the the general consensus is if you play a card, you're supposed to kind of, like, read what it does, unless it's, like, something that's assumed to be, like, well-known. Uh-huh. Like, if you play the card Counterspell, you can assume from its title what it's doing. It's countering a spell. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. That's pretty straightforward. If you play the spell, I don't know, Moderation... I don't know what the fuck that does. That <laughs> yeah. That means play magic in moderation, I think. Well, I've failed at that, <laughs> spend, so... <laughs> spend money on magic cards in moderation. Well, I've definitely... Well, actually, spending real money, I'm actually still okay on that. <laughs> You've just been money. in a, yeah, like, barter system with your store for... Yeah, I've just, you know, given them their current stock of rare games. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All relationships are symbiotic in both directions. Yeah. But, you know. Um, so yeah, this week. This has been a weird week, right? So yeah. I feel like we should um actually Steph, I think it would be gauche to do this afterwards. Could you hit on with the social media business first and then we'll jump into serious talk, I guess. Yeah, um so it, we're uh we're all over the place on the on the lines. Uh you can find us at uh Character Rev on Twitter, Character Reveal on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but delete your Facebook. Honestly, there's really not really much utility to it at this point. Uh, except for reminding people of birthdays. And you can put that in your own personal calendar. Um, you can find us individually on the internet. at ten- Eric's at Tendilosi on Twitter and anywhere else he wants to be found. Dom is Brother Dom um in all of the places and i am captain steph on twitter the snow queer on tumblr and hello steph on instagram and we're also on a browser characterreveal.simplecast.com yeah and that's com. pretty much it sometimes dot fm not sure if that still works yeah, but yeah. F- fm still works but it redirects to dot com cool 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 well thanks we take a deep breath and acknowledge uh the world's pretty bad right now, actually. It's bad. Um, in at least three ways. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, war going on, um, which is having people raise questions about other conflicts. There's some pretty shitty transphobic and potentially homophobic, it will, at least they will be, if not now, uh, bills passing in the States. So um, that sometimes makes people like us question, is our silly little show... <laughs> the most important thing to be doing with our time right now. And I'd say most important, no, certainly not. It never is the most important thing. But it's something that brings us joy and lets us uh, get our mind off things for a little bit, even though we always delve into politics on this show anyway. Um, It's at least fun to joke around a little bit. Um, And maybe that can bring some joy to some people out there too. So uh, we're not trying to say the conflicts around the world right now aren't important. Um, And obviously we stand with the people that are being oppressed and all that. Um, Yeah. 
but we still just want to do something a little bit fun to maybe help people get some peace of mind on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah, and, like, specifically, like, not just in Ukraine, but in any place that people are being oppressed, like, whether it's Palestine or Yemen or, like, South America, like, just because the people being oppressed are brown and black does not mean that they are less important. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, if people don't have the bandwidth to think about some of this stuff, just because, not that it's necessarily personally affecting them, but because it's very terrible, um, you should still stay informed, but, you know, do self-care when you need to. Yeah. yeah. And, like, forcing yourself to just read bad news all the time isn't actually a healthy way to process the news even though you know um, it's, it's a common saying like don't look away and, yeah. but that just means don't forget and don't like try to pass over the fact that these things are happening it's okay to you know realize take a bath and listen to a podcast yeah and also like, to realize that like you know there's very little we can do from where we are correct it, you know and, and at the current time you know i don't know how much this old date thing. It could be an extremely different yeah. world by the time this podcast goes you up. You know, like at the current time, if you are in America or, you know, Canada, like any continental state, like America's, like you are likely less affected by the current things that are, we are seeing in Ukraine and Russia and Eastern Europe in general than social media will make you feel because. Social media has a way of making us feel as though we are constantly directly involved in whatever we are seeing. And it mm -hmm. is good to approach it with the thought process of, like, it is important, and it may be it's very important to you, it's very important to the people there, and it's very important to pay attention to what is happening. But you also have to remember that it is... Like, doom-scrolling Twitter is not going to help any anyone in Ukraine right. or anywhere else, or you. Yeah. Right. And, you know, like, it's not the saying of like, you know, well, don't worry, you have it good. Cause like you, we, none of us do in any great sense of the word at the in moment. The, in the larger sense of the <laughs> um, word. Right. That's, but that's, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But just remember that, you know, like you can, you can look away in the, in the way that it like will allow you to function better in your day to day life because it shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't allow yourself to also continue to suffer of, yeah like yeah we're trying our best through all this i don't know as as people with some form of a platform uh we're trying not to sweep this under the rug but also not get too moderate or have bad takes or anything so that's our three cents right yeah. yeah and if you haven't seen the video of the cool of the extremely badass like balls of steel russian woman cursing the russian soldier and tell, like literally laying a curse on him that he's going to die in a Ukrainian field with sunflower seeds in his pocket. Uh, you should watch that. It's pretty badass. Yeah, that's it's wild. And um, I guess the the last thing I do want to say is uh, that to also just be careful of like the sources that you're using yeah. online, like propaganda I mean, statement. Yeah, yeah, evergreen statement. But boy, oh, do uh, does old vladdy yeah love him some disinformation and the thing is is like you know russia in particular is very uh high on pushing out disinformation but like also do keep in mind that that can come from both sides you yeah. know like just be careful about what you are using as primary sources and like you know that kind of thing yeah there's also just trolls who like to lie just to get like some retweets even if it's of no consequence so uh yeah 
Um, moving yeah, so back do we to wanna... Oh, I was going to say, do we want to do the Eurovision thing first, so then we can yeah, move on? Yeah, I figured. On? That, that's a good way to slide back into bullshit, because <laughs> this is relevant. So, uh, Eurovision had two major points this week. Uh, they vet- at first said, hey, it's it's fine for Russia to compete, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, you already, like, did we- weird by hosting it in Israel. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, why do you keep doing this? And they're like, uh, Russia can't compete now. Actually, you're, yeah, you're right, you're right. Russia can't compete. Which, just the, like, wormy, little squishy actions of the Eurovision group, but... Yeah, it's, it's like, so, I was, I was talking with my roommate about Eurovision, uh, the other day, because we watched the, uh, the Will Ferrell movie, which is actually, like, good? Really good, actually. Uh, um, but... I like Will Ferrell better than I like his movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Except for Talladega t- Nights, that movie slapped. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I feel like before this I was like, okay, Talladega Nights is pretty good, but, like, I've never, besides that, seen a Will Ferrell movie that isn't either too crass or too twee for me. You're saying you don't like Elf? I feel like Elf? Elf, is, Elf is good, but it's too twee for me. Like, it's not something... I watched it once and I was like, that was a cute Christmas movie. Did you ever see and- Stranger Than Fiction? The movie that, that he was is in. The one, I never saw that one, and that one I feel like might be interesting to me because it's like it might be too far like on the twee scale for you, but but yeah, it's also kind of like hipster, like kind of twee. Wait, so is concept. he basically like doing the same thing Jim Carrey did, like where how Jim Carrey has Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, where it's like some hipster shit that's like not supposed to be a comedy whatsoever. I th- Maybe I, th- I mean like that's what fucking Jim Carrey he he was also in like I love you Philip Morris and Sonic the Hedgehog. 20- I mean no that's a prestige film. extremely prestige film Sonic the Hedgehog criteria the Criterion collections Sonic the Hedgehog. God I hope he was also one day. Twenty three y'all ever seen that yeah, movie? the <laughs> one about like the weight of a soul is twenty three ounces or something. Everything was just, he just kept seeing the number 23 was following him around, and I'm like, what am I watching? But I'll watch it again. <laughs> but yeah, you were talking to your roommate about Eurovision. Oh, yeah, and like, so, I didn't know a ton of Eurovision history. She's followed it for a long time. Um, I learned that Celine Dion was a Eurovision winner. That's how she got famous. Huh, I knew okay. ABBA was from, Eurovi- was from Eurovision. I did not know Celine was. Um, but the, uh... Apparently, Eurovision was kind of started in, like, the 50s and 60s as a way for European countries to, like, have a competition that wasn't murdering each other. Like, doing a lot of murders to each other. That's a good competition. Yeah, and I feel like... music, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like, historically, uh, the people who moved from Europe to Israel in the 50s and 60s... uh, were most of the people who got mur- were the people who got most murdered in that last big murder competition, and so oh, that yeah, maybe yeah, they yeah. were like, oh yeah, maybe like, even though they're in Asia or the Middle East, like you guys can be in Eurovision. Okay. But, but that, like at this, that makes sense. That makes sense for like why they were there. But I, now it's like, yeah, you're just you're you were pressured into making a statement about some white people who are having a bad time. But you still haven't done anything about the brown people who are having a bad time. Like yeah. this, is, like it's not the same situation anymore, guys. Like, let's look at evolving historical context. Yeah, did it? Then they also have Eurovision's weird too, because was it was it China? I feel like Austra- Australia, Australia, was there, and, I think and Canada. In Asian, okay, and I thought an Asian country was in one of the Eurovision. 
Couldn't you argue that Australia and Canada are because they're technically like technically well, part yeah, of? Yeah, because they're commonwealths. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, China was in there in twenty. No, they just showed it. Maybe they weren't in there. Yeah, okay, they weren't actually in there, but they air it. So, um, wild yeah. stuff. But yeah, so Eurovision. that's a Eurovision thing. FIFA's, yeah. FIFA also just announced that the Russian team can no longer compete under the flag of Russia or use the national... Like, they're doing the thing the, the Olympics did, where they're the like, Olympics did, so you can't like, call it oh. Russia. Like, you can call it, like, you know... The Russian FIFA committee. Yeah. Like, the Russian Olympic committee. Yeah, I feel like that's trying to find the way to balance, like, we're not going to give your country a medal, but we don't want to, like, screw over the citizens who didn't necessarily yeah. advocate for all this. Which... You know, foreshadowing, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Eurovision as a concept is pretty goofy and fun, but the actual politics of it, eh, maybe not so much. Uh, what else we got? So we got, I guess, a lot of game stuff. So let's take a break before we get to that, because that'll be a whole thing. Because you know us. Um, we love to chat about the games. S- Steph, tell us, uh, yeah. hit us with the union update. Yeah, big cool union update. Um, the I Hurt podcast union, um, which I had heard very little about since they went public, like a couple, maybe like two months ago or six weeks ago. Um, like I was wondering what was going on there, because um, typically, like when a, the the two options when a um, group of employees declares publicly that they want to be unionized is that either the company that they work for can voluntarily recognize the union and then it immediately begins bargaining with them or they can force an election um that then gives them a lot of that like gives them time to like peel off people like people will like ultimately like leave the company for unrelated reasons or like that gives them time to have like captive audience meetings like to kind of like drive down support for the union um in most places uh that are even like very liberal places like performatively liberal places tend to um show their asses by forcing an election um like that was it was that's what tanked diane morales's campaign for mayor of new york city was because it came out like eight days before the election that her staff wanted to unionize and she was like now's not the time like Oof. yeah um, that's really unfortunate because so your current mayor is real not great yeah it's like like literally like Honestly, like, a union-busting person who, like, was big, better on social, like, was better on other social issues would have been better than a ex-cop. Yeah. Um, but the uh, rules for being mayor of New York City is, the you, number one rule is that you have to be a clown. Yes, because you have to suck in some way. <laughs> you have to be an extremely clown person to ever want to run <laughs> for mayor of New York City. Just profoundly clownish. So, um, he's just living up to the role he's, uh, stepped into, in a way. Um, it's but... It's a tradition. Yeah, it's just a city tradition. Um, but, back to the iHeart Union, um, <laughs> the reason I explained how a union, like, union recognition works is that, um... Just this week, the iHeart Podcast Union announced that they had gotten voluntary recognition from the company and were about to were going into bargaining, um, which is bonkers to me, 
because iHeartMedia is kind of iHeartMedia is like a monopolistic, like huge. They have a real bad reputation. Uh... Yeah, like they're a huge ass company. Like just on a like on a size on the size side of things. Yeah, like not the kind of like people who typically just are like, yeah, sure, let's let's negotiate. Like, um, but like. I mean, they also, didn't give a million dollars to Joe Rogan, right? So, I mean... Yeah, like... It could be a worse monopoly. Yeah. Like, hey, we're evil, but, like... We're regular evil. We're regular evil, exactly. Well, it's like, that's why I was so surprised. I was like, this is... Like, Amazon is, like, doing more than God to stop there being a union at Amazon. But, like, iHeart has, like, a fucking stranglehold on... Radio. A lot of... Yeah, on radio. Um, yeah. so... I wonder I'm surprised if they, that they're maybe they. I mean, like, maybe they did the math on the optics. Um, yeah, because they're in a position where people do have other options. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, first, I made the joke about podcasts with Rogan, but like you could go to Spotify or just a third party if you want a lot of podcasts. You won't get like their uh, proprietary stuff, but uh-huh. you can get other stuff, right? Amazon, we're all kind of stuck. Like, uh. Yeah, that's true. But like the other thing is. Um, Maybe they think they're going to be able to, like, just rough them up in the, in bargaining and, like, not change much. But, like, to your point about the optics thing is, I was thinking of Starbucks, which is supposedly, like, they're from Seattle. They're, like, the liberal, like, city coffee chain. But they are actively attempting to stop the absolute plague of unionization that has hit like the entire Starbucks uh contingent of America. Yeah. Um like there there are only three stores have had votes, but all but or like one store had a vote and one of the Buffalo stores lost their vote, but two of the Buffalo stores won their vote and an Arizona store won its vote this week week. And like maybe like 150 other Starbucks locations have already like announced union campaigns. So like, yeah, one near me in Pittsburgh. I mean, everything's rel- in Pittsburgh. Everything's near. He's relatively but, near you. But um, there's one in Pittsburgh that uh, unionized. I think you said they won their vote. Um, they along those lines? I only they, they haven't. I don't know if they voted yet. They um, but there I was surprised and impressed to see that the Pittsburgh mayor had gone out to the store to say oh, yes. like hey we support you like like uh union like union strong go like go starbucks uh and i was think just thinking about how um even though i no longer live in pittsburgh how glad i am that bill peduto is no longer the mayor of pittsburgh yeah speaking and... of people who speaking of clown men <laughs> Yeah, and people are like, oh, he's just doing photo ops. That's all he does. I'm like, okay, if he does absolutely nothing but photo ops, that's better than the last guy who wouldn't even do, like, good photo ops and make people feel good. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, man. This is... <sighs> I don't know. It's like, oh. it's like, I mean, you know, most of Pittsburgh is probably just saying bad shit about him because he's black. I mean, like, yeah, it's, Pittsburgh's just a, a city that doesn't want to admit the kind of people that it is, which is very sad and depressing, but... There's a lot of good stuff in the city. I mean, like me, but... Like you. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, else we got? I think... Oh, okay. This isn't... This isn't union, but it's 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 business. It's still in the stuff wheelhouse. The stuff wheelhouse. I'm like the... 
like a, like a special correspondent today. I have my little section. <laughs> I, I assume about, you were uh, queuing books. me into. It was, it was a book thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't read books. I just play video games that have a lot of words. What in are them. books? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't actually know how to read. I just am like. I, I touch I just, the book and absorb it. Yeah, I just touch the book. <laughs> I just hit it against my um, head enough, and then I know the things that are in it. Exactly. Yeah, so, f- so for the listeners who might not know, books are basically visual novels without a controller. But paper. <laughs> yes. Visual no- novels, it like you know, like tabletop games. <laughs> how like they're like an analog kind of video game. Yeah. That's like what a book is. It's, it's also funny kind. to. It's funny to call video games that are this. They call them visual novels. It's like, yeah, dog. Regular novels are visual. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I don't know this. Like, yeah, this I know is... you are trying to underscore that there is not much action to this, this process. Is, it's just a novel. You're just video experiencing game. a story. It's like, yo, dog. I got this new thing. I call an audio. CD. Like, wait, you mean like a regular CD? No, but this is different. <laughs> <laughs> this one's got music on it. <laughs> How's that different than a, a regular CD? This one has characters in it. I don't know. But yes, yeah, Steph, um, the, the second heaven official's blessing. Yeah, so I was, um, I, we talked about this a little bit when the first uh, round of them came out last year, um, that all three of the uh, the Donmei novels um, by the Chinese author who wrote the book, like the book that the Untamed is based on, um, uh, all three of the first books in those series hit the Times list when they um, when they came out. Um, but that t- t- tends to be a first in a series thing, like it just in my like industry knowledge of things like you don't like there's always regardless of what kind of book or anything there are always like lagging sales the longer the series goes on like the last books in the series always sell fewer than the first books in the series um so i wanted i was really curious to see whether um they they kept popping up on the uh on the bestseller list because like the bestseller list tends to be tend to be um if you only hit it for like one week it tends to be because you had a really solid pre-order campaign um and then you don't see that like and then the next week it drops off because there weren't there were there were a thousand sales before the book came out because a thousand people wanted it but like after that those thousand people had their copy um but uh, so apparently enough people pre-ordered the second one um, to make it hit the paperback list again at number five. Um, and it's not, it's like one of the, it's the, it's the first second volume of the Seven Seas Donmei translations to come out. Like there's one of each series uh, and now there are two Heaven Officials Blessings. Um, so I think part of it might still be like pre-order like fever because i definitely like after i read the first one that i read and i was like yeah okay i enjoy these i went and pre-ordered all of the ones that were available to pre-order um and like the first three came out simultaneous but the rest of the novels are like kind of staggered over the course of the year so like heaven officials blessings this week or this month like i think the next scum villain is in march and like so on and so forth sorry Um, scum villain 
It's called the Scum Villain Self Saving System. Okay. A guy who a guy who reads uh, web novels is transmigrated into the web novel that he hates. Um, and like the web novel that was originally like what's called like a stallion novel that's like is like a harem anime kind of right. thing. Um, he is like he's interacting with the like the basically like the the video game system of the there's it's it's a little homestucky actually like it, oh, it's he's like he's, so he's a, He's safe scumming. <laughs> he's uh so he the the but the game he's thrown into the into this world and they're like if you don't change the story and be nicer to the main character you're going like he's migrated into the body of like the main character's like mean teacher. And he's like if I don't be nicer to this character I'm going to like end up where this teacher ended up at the end of the story, which was like gruesomely murdered, and so he's like, "Okay, I'm I'm immediately I'm gonna be nicer to Luo Binghei," and um, accidentally is so nice to Binghei that he falls in love with the teacher. <laughs> oh. um, I hate when that happens. Yeah, I hate when it happens, and like then he gets Kurt in the first book. The teacher, the 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 main character, like the who's in the body of the teacher, um, is cursed with something that he knows. That, like, in the original Stallion novel, one of Binghe's wives got cursed with, and having sex with Binghe fixed it. Um, <laughs> but, so, but in the first book, he's like, well, guess I'll never be healed. <laughs> guess I'll just keep this a secret and die slowly. <laughs> guess I'll just die, then. Yeah, so I'm like, so it's like very, like, like yeah, <laughs> this is leading to something. But, um, Can you imagine buying a stallion novel and being really disappointed when it's not about horses? <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine the person who's... Yeah, like, I can't imagine who would be disappointed by well, that. Well, no. This kind of thing does happen because my best friend from home, her uncle once heard about RuPaul's Drag Race and was like... <laughs> thought it was about oh, cars. <laughs> a car show. No, that's different. That's different. But I then he like. watched Drag Race and was like, it, like his family was like, we're not going to tell him. And so he watched Drag Race and now he's really into it. That's he's funny. like this old straight, like, like fucking Western Pennsylvania guy who is just really into RuPaul. Um, whatchamacall? RuPaul. Yeah, I've heard, I heard there's a lot about Drag Race to appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, so let's see. Let's jump into some gaming stuff. Uh, the Pokemon announcement was today. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it was. surprise. It was, it, like right before I, right before I took oh, off you, to fly. Home. Surprised by it? I I saw stuff about it and I forgot. So I still woke up surprised when I saw news, even though I knew for the last three days it was happening. I mean, it was something I assumed was going to happen, but I didn't expect it to be quite so soon. Uh, oh wait. Did they announce a new generation, or that there was a Pokemon announcement? Bo- at all? Both. I mean, I knew that. Okay, so I knew that they were having like a little direct thing. And I thought they were just going to talk about like you know an update for Arceus, which they also did. But yeah, we got that. I did. You put your code in. They give you ninety free balls. <laughs> Not yet. Got to get those balls. <laughs> Got to get my free balls. balls. It's was it thirty Ultra Balls, thirty whatever the better version is of the Light Ball or the Feather Ball, and then thirty whatever. Instead of heavy balls, it's the gigaton ball or something. Yeah, that's the. I mean, it's like I got a lot more heavy balls for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then apparently there's just going to be some new content. I haven't looked at all of it. But it's like fighting other legendaries and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. 
but the, I think the main takeaway was new generation coming, uh, Scarlet and Violet. Yep. Which is <laughs> okay. I guess. I, yeah, I was surprised. Like, yeah, just like <laughs> colors. I mean, like they're they're like fancy sounding colors. You know, like yeah. they're like the. The like just, pinky pinky up version of red and purple. Yeah, it's just but... red and purple again. <laughs> um, they're older, they're they're edgy cousins, but uh, are, well, they are they like gonna be like a remake of Red and Purple, or are they no. a whole new thing? This is a whole new ass game, from what I can tell. New starters. Yeah, and it seems to be like the zone, or like you know, the world is based on like the Iberian Peninsula, so like Spain <laughs> and Portugal. Like Spain, Portugal. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the the names have like. Sprigatito. Yeah. yeah. And, like, some um, of the architecture is, like, very, like... Um, like, Moorish looking? Yeah. Cool. Including, like, a very, like there's one thing that just looked like a very famous cathedral that I'm currently forgetting the name of, but... Uh, Sagrada Familia. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, so what, uh... You know, what where, uh... Sagrada Familia is where, uh, Victor and Yuri got married and Yuri on ice. <laughs> or at least that's where Victor proposed to him. Hell yeah, keep it gay, I love it. Um, so where all has Pokemon been? We've been in Japan, we've been in Britain, we've been in... France. Italy, I think? was France, France was Unova? You know, no, Unova was America. Unova was America? Okay. Yeah, or Unova was, was specifically New York. Um, okay. France was Kalos, Kalos. Which was X and Y. I didn't know Fran- that there was a New York Pokemon. Yeah. That was black and white? Yep. That, I had no like, idea. Yeah, let's have the American Pokemon where all the black and white people are. Yeah. In New York, <laughs> send it to America. At least, like I um, think, like it, it was suggested that that's what it was supposed to be based on. But uh-huh. sure, I had no clue. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, it's just cool to see them going on the world tour of different places. Yeah, uh, showing a little bit different culture. Funny that the only one that had like terrible climate change effects was the one based on Britain. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess> we... <laughs> um. Well, it was but, like it was like industrial revolutionary aspirin, right? Like, uh, like maybe it was I mean, like well, it was like, like I feel like that's what like the the wheezing looked yeah, based out of. I stuff. mean, like, a lot of the aesthetic of Sword and Shield was what if the industrial revolution never ended? <laughs> um, yeah, cause I, and people had. I mean, they have Rotom phones. I don't know what generate like when that's supposed to correlate to reality. Yeah, but people did have phones and the internet, kind of. But Bill had the internet back in. Gen 1, so that's just been a consistent uh, technology. Uh, I don't know. New Pokemon game. People are already complaining about the graphics. I really don't give a shit about the graphics. I'd like them to look better, but I just don't care at this point. It's something where I'm always going to play it anyways, so I'm not not too concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, especially when you have, like, people, like, re-releasing the Chrono Cross and triangle strategy looking pretty oh like, hey, people like Polygon Era. Like, it might actually be better if Pokemon games looked just a twinge worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, unsmooth them out, put them more polygonal. I mean, you could people, uh-huh. you could put out like a fully like 2D pixel art Pokemon game now, but like have it be like just absolutely beautiful, like hand drawn art and people would love it. But the thing is, yeah. is that would take longer to develop than like the two year yeah. <laughs> dev cycle that they're going That's off what I'm of. Saying. Just go with like some, you know, PS1 level graphics and just call it a day and people and just call it a purposeful aesthetic. You won't mm-hmm. even have to change Porygon. But <laughs> He's already there. He's the thing is, ready. Dom, though, if they do that, you know it would have to be N64 era graphics, and we all objectively know that the N64 looked worse than the PS1. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, PS1 style, but don't say it's that. Just call it <laughs> sure. you know, retro and act like the Nintendo 64 didn't exist. Uh, and also, another Nintendo news, uh, Smash is not going to be an Evo this year for the first time 
in a, since a long time. Um, it's there's no excuse for this. <clears throat> I think people pointed out there's nothing left for them to sell. There's no more characters. There's not a current Smash Bros. <laughs> so they just said you can't use our game, which you have this great game that's just perfect for this kind of stuff and they're they said now nah, we don't want it on the biggest stage maybe because uh-huh. sony owns evo or maybe because they can't profit off of it in any way but it's just kind of a shame because they have great there's still a splatoon 2 scene out there people <gasps> still try to play Spl- and sometimes nintendo even hosts some stuff with it but people still play that game without updates so the fact that they won't do anything with smash bros is just disappointing yeah um, there's a scene mm-hmm. that really and it's if, if you ever look at tier lists or just like the the results from any smash tournament it's it's super diverse like the characters i don't know about the players but the it's not like there's 10 good characters that's all you can use there's people uh-huh. that win with like 15 20 different characters which granted yeah their roster is like 70 people but there's very few games that ever get that level of uh tier diversity especially the last two smash bros uh and many other games have especially melee there's like what eight good people, like maybe six good people in that game uh-huh. realistically. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just because of you know the roster is smaller and some of the ca- mm-hmm. they didn't patch it or anything. So it's just a shame to see. I don't know. I don't know how much y'all care about fighting games, but I mean, I think if, no, um, it's it's like a bummer to see like them be like, oh well, we're we're not going to make any more money from this, so goodbye. <laughs> like they didn't say that, but a lot of people feel that that's a very potentially possible reason for it it's also one of those things where i will always say that like nintendo just like absolutely has no idea how to like actually engage with like uh with its fans yeah so like this is just more proof of like yeah like they still sure don't understand that like people want tournaments and want to play their games and if they just like sponsored it it would be fine but yeah and you know they have no obligation to they get to print money every time they make these games and it kind of the advertising they do for it is basically just a developer update. They don't even have to put a budget behind Smash Bros. Everyone knows. Yeah. But I'm, I'm seeing this multiverses game. Um, since it's actually going to have voice acting, it's probably going to be free to play in a company that wants all the money. Uh-huh. If multiverses plays... That's the Looney Tunes a, one? Uh, the Warner Brothers one, we'll say. The Warner Brothers the, one, okay. But, yeah, the Looney Tunes one. But if they put any kind of quality behind that and it plays pretty decent, it could overthrow Smash Bros. in the public eye just because... Oh, hey, Warner Brothers will actually give me more than a controller if I win their tournament. <laughs> I can at least pay for my time investment. Yeah. And the thing about Nickelodeon, if it would have had voice acting, I think it may have been it in the conversation. Hit, yeah. But, you know, a lot of people go to Smash Bros. because they know the characters. Everybody knows Bugs Bunny. A lot of people, you know, there's Batman, there's Steven Universe characters, which doesn't everybody know, but it's a whole other audience of people. Uh-huh, it's a, a lot Game of, of different audience of people. Yeah, and there's going to be modes, I think, for both hardcore sweaty pro players and casual people, so. Specifically the sweaty pro players. Yeah, you know, (laughs) except I think if people get into this game, they might take showers, because, you know, it's a new genre of fighting game. (laughs) Um, What else happened this week? I didn't play Elden Ring, but I did play some video games. I sure played Uh, Elden Ring. Eric played some Elden Ring. Sure did. Yeah, I think... I think I uh, told you all about, excuse me, the uh, Steam Next Fest. I played a few of the games from there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Witch End Council, Oaken, uh, Neon White, and Eversleep, Lunistus, Gaiden. 
Uh, <laughs> um, love, I lo- love it when you name your video game pronounceably. <laughs> yeah, it's that last one was it's sort of a obstacle coursey precision platformer with a, an emphasis on speedrunning kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun, but uh, it's not an accessibility problem on there, and it's just a me thing. I have a bad fear of heights, mm-hmm. um, and even in video games, like the height messes with me. So, like, mm-hmm. I even. Th- you know, the same thing I feel when I'm looking at real heights, I get it in my legs when I'm, like, afraid of a jump in a 3D space. Mm-hmm. It's not the dev's fault, but for me, I'm like, I can't play this as effectively as I could if it was just above water or the ground. Like, my height, is just, it's a bottomless mm-hmm. pit, uh, uh, which is too bad, because it controlled very crisply and, and stuff like that. It had, like, a Sega Saturn aesthetic. Uh, Oaken was fun. A bit of a roguelite with a, on a hex field. When I say hex field, you know, hexagons you move around, has yeah. a more woodland aesthetic. I played on the normal difficulty. I hate when games are like, hey, it's either baby easy or like kick you in the face hard. I'm like, I just want to kind of casually play it. And I didn't tweak the difficulty too much, but I got frustrated and stopped playing. Gorgeous game, though. Interesting mechanics. Still need some, a little bit of polish, but it's still early access. Still get there. Uh, neon White. Interesting name for a game because, you know, no one yeah. thinks of white being a neon color. <laughs> Basically, a bunch of people who were supposed to go to hell uh, are going to compete in basically Hunger Games for the entertainment of some people in heaven. And whoever kills the most demons actually gets forgiveness and gets to come to heaven. All right. And one of the characters in there, Neon Yellow, is voiced by uh, Ian J. Quarterly. Uh, or Cordy. The person who made OK, OK KO and like Crazy oh, okay. Black, I think Gordon yeah, yeah. could get some other stuff, but he's one of the voice actors. It's a fun game. Uh, you have these little cards that they're either like a weapon or an ability. So the revolver has either 30 shots or lets you double jump kind of thing. And you throw the card away when you do the double jump. First person, it's fun. It emphasizes speed running, secret hunting. And it's made by Aperna Interactive, who makes good movies when they're Aperna. And they make great games when they're Aperna Interactive. So it's <laughs> And then Witch and Council is the last one I'll talk about. I think it's a Korean-made game because some of the stuff wasn't fully translated and it looked like Hangul to me. Uh... It's definitely one of those games that's like, hey, you like this art style that with like the big titty <laughs> witch, right? And I'm like, I mean, I like the, the big titty witch, but I did come here for like a Slay the Spire type game. That's what I was promised. And it does. It's a pretty decent game. I think it also needs some polish. Like, I'm never going to say no to a big titty witch, but that's not <laughs> why I'm could, here. Yeah, you could tell that that's, I mean, even the description says something about like, you know, attractive characters. But when I hovered over it in the... um. When I saw like the title screen for it, I'm like, oh, this is the art style I like. Oh, it's a deck builder roguelite. You've... Uh-oh. You've got... And I click on it. I'm like, this is not etchy, but you want that audience of like, we can't make it etchy, but y'all want to draw a fan of our characters, right? Okay. We know y'all horny, right? <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> but I think the game was pretty cool. It had some interesting ideas. and needs, again, needs some polish, but uh, and a couple options. Like, I need to be able to put it into full screen or windowed mode. Or change the aspect ratio, so I couldn't read the bottom of all my cards unless I highlighted them to, like, preview them, because it just filled up most of my monitor, and I couldn't change the size, the resolution. Polish. But, uh, a lot of cool demos. I recommended it last week to check them out. It'll probably be over by the time this podcast goes out, but look out for any Steam Fests. That's my game news. Heck yeah. Oh, and I saw the end of Persona Royal. Persona 5 Royal. My uh, partner finally finished it. The story gets better. I think the Royal adds a nice uh, touch to it. So nice. If anyone's up for playing Persona 5, I definitely recommend Royal. 
And honestly, just use guides if you want to get some of the new content. It's not worth trial and error to have to play an 80-hour game twice. Unless uh-huh. you literally have to because the content wasn't in the original. Yeah. What about Eric? I think you played Elden Ring yeah. this week. Yeah, that's pri- pri- the primary video game that I played. I mean, uh, before Elden Ring came out, I was playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which uh, is a better game than I think I gave it credit for <laughs> uh, upon its release. Now that it actually functions, it's a, it's... I think it's a better game than when it came out, too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, that's been fun. But uh, I did start Elden Ring. Um, didn't get to put as much time as I wanted to put into it just cause I was doing magic stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but it's pretty cool so far. It sure is a souls game. Um, <laughs> like they aren't trying to, you know, disguise the fact that that's what it is. They didn't really, you know, they didn't alter the formula in such a way that you wouldn't be able to look at it and be like, ah, this is, you know, dark souls. <laughs> Uh Um, the fact that it's open world, like fully open world is pretty cool because it's the first time that it's kind of done that. So like Mm -hmm. you kind of come out of a tomb, much like Zelda Breath of the Wild. (laughs) Except in Zelda Breath of the Wild, you're a cute twink and in Elden Ring, you're a greasy little man. Well, you can be. I I made my, well, first off, when you care, when you create your character, you don't choose male or female as a gender. You choose slim or wide body type <laughs> and that is <laughs> okay i like that that is like you know that affects the like uh secondary sexual characteristics that you uh, present on your character um okay i mean, I mean that's basically what pokemon does it like pick your style yeah. <laughs> so like that was kind of yeah. cool it did throw me for that's... a loop but <laughs> yeah because... i mean like i guess that's better than the alternative? Yeah, it's just the confusing like, thing about it. Like, it's still kind of saying, like, like, oh, certain genders have certain, like, or, yeah. like, this body type is but, I mean, synonymous like, with. You but do, also, like, you do, like, edit the body type a bunch, though, too, so, like, you can uh-huh. you can make the slim body type big and type beefy. Or yeah. beefy. But, like, it was confusing, though, because, like, I was like, oh, I want to make a lady, because I always do in these games. Like, that's just what I do. Uh-huh. And I was like... You know, it's like, do you want wide or slim body type? And when you're, like, looking at the characters, like, if because you select a class first, they're just in this shit ton of armor. So I'm uh-huh. like, well, I legitimately can't tell which is which. <laughs> 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 like, I can't tell the difference. Um, it's like, so, tell, just tell, like, actually just tell me how to be lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, while I appreciated the, like, you know gesturing and inclusivity there it was also kind of like hey like i do want to know <laughs> um and uh so like the you know i started out as a you know for people who are fans of the series i'm doing a dexterity based build where you know you are fast wear light armor and uh you know use like the dexterity weapon so right now it's two scimitars and it's the first time i've played one of these games where dual wielding actually feels cool um <laughs> So that's been real neat. You get a horse pretty quickly. Uh, the horse can double jump. Dude, this is this is just ripping off Pokemon. <laughs> the horse can double jump. Yeah, the horse can double jump. Uh, there's a lot of horseback combat, which like I have mixed feelings on because the the horse essentially controls like a car. <laughs> like it's very like or like a motorcycle. It's very weird. Like the horse controls are very strange. Um, that's extremely funny. 
But see, that's why it's because you played all that Forza. Yeah, right. I got all this practice in. knew how to knew how to practice driving a horse. But like one of the first bosses that you'll encounter as soon as you come out of the tomb is just this giant fuck off knight, like huge armored knight on a giant horse. And like because it's an open world game, it's like you're not technically expected to immediately fight him. Like he just mm-hmm. happens to be there. Um, and you don't have your horse when you first come out of this tomb. So this knight will just fuck you up. <laughs> um, which is unfortunate. And, uh, you know, like, once you get your horse, you get to have, like, a cool, like, you know, essentially a joust with him, essentially. Uh-huh. But instead... It, but until then... But until then, it's pretty painful. Um, but yeah, the game is beautiful. Uh, it's really cool to, like, walk around in that world and kind of just be like, I'm just going to go gra- gather herbs, because why not? And, like, you know, stuff like that. Uh, uh-huh. it's fun. Um, I will say, so like in souls games, <laughs> you usually have like a bonfire that you rest at. And that's like where you like go to like travel between points and like level up and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And like when you first find one, it'll be like light bonfire or whatever. In this <laughs> one, they're, they're called grace. It's like, you know, whatever. But uh-huh. the first time I saw it, it's like you walk outside and it's just like one of them. It's like, just like this little thing doesn't even look like a fire like like looks like a little beam of light on like some random you know patch of land uh-huh. and i go up and touch it and i was like did it just tell me to touch grass like <laughs> <laughs> yeah just I go touch this- the grass it's time to i've seen the meme going around with people like yo this dude called me maidenless come on yeah like, they do wolf. that too crushing well, and then like i i had like a like a slight chuckle to myself when like you this secondary character shows up and it's the person who like does the level up stuff for you and she's like i am one of the finger maidens have you heard of the finger maidens and i'm like, <laughs> like the what the finger maidens the who's the finger maidens are the finger maidens, the finger maidens. Uh, fans of the abnormal stone cluster <laughs> they're like enemy they're like She's like, you're maidenless. You have, you are not bound to a finger maid. And I'm like, you don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is going on, man? I was very much like, this is some, you could have chosen some better names, maybe. (laughs) But I think they knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, the, uh, those stone things that you uh, sent an image of her. Yeah, these, they're like worm cluster things. They just look like. Well, they look like uh, like like beads, like a like a pearl necklace. Yeah. If you want to be classy about it, but they just kind of like worm around and fight people and stuff. Very very peculiar. Yeah, I mean but that showed up before the game even came out. People were laughing about that, like uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> Excuse me. Some of the enemy <laughs> design is very very weird, um, but it it's cool. I've had a. It reminds me of uh, Persona Mara. Yes. SMT Mara. <laughs> <laughs> But I've had a good time with it so far. You know, I'm, I'm excited to put, you know, probably 100 hours or so into it, because that's what'll, how long it'll take me to beat. So, um... Cool. It's, um... I just... Souls likes aren't for me. I'm happy everyone's excited. I, and I've admitted over the weekend, I'm just very salty that there's a, a thing that the entire internet and all of it's, Twitch is losing their mind for that I'm like, I just don't get the appeal for Sure. He's like, I and just that's don't fine. want... Like, I've watched some people play it, and the game is definitely what they tried to make. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's a, like they, whatever hardware they did for the PS5, because I heard the PC version a little jank, 
but the game is gorgeous. They really did not mess around with the aesthetic, and I'm like, man, I wish this game appealed to me because it looks good. <laughs> it looks real good, and like there are parts of it. So like, I fought that stupid fucking horseback knight probably like <laughs> 25 times today before I finally killed him. And like, part of me was like, this was definitely not a super fun experience, <laughs> but. Uh-huh. You know, I did enjoy it <laughs> in its own way. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a, it's like a roller coaster or a horror movie, you know. To yeah, like eating something it, spicy, like. Yeah. Did you enjoy it or appreciate it? Because I don't know. Are, are you glad you did it? That's all that really matters. Yeah, and I am because it's it is fun. It's just uh, you know, there is something about like throwing yourself against difficult content so many times until you finally complete it. That is like, it does feel rewarding and it's fun to like learn the patterns and feel like, Oh, I am getting better at this. Um, that's why, uh, you know, Cuphead was like that. Yeah. You just have to eventually learn the pattern and then you feel accomplished when you, (laughs) when you find it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I will complain about is sometimes some enemies have too many patterns. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like it just feels like that, like they're just throwing enemies at you that are like, you know, Here's a big guy with a spear. The first time I saw him, he just did a whirlwind where he just spun around and around and around. And if you get caught in it, you die. And he did that for like a good like 10 <laughs> seconds. And I was like, okay. So when he starts to do that, get away from him. And I'm so I go to fight him again. And the next time he starts to spin, and I'm like, oh, I got to get away from him. But then he just stops and like creates like a wind buffet that hits me while I'm away from him. And then he jumps into the air and stabs me with his spear. And I'm like, okay, sure. I did the thing that was for the exact same tell, but you did something completely different this time. Jerk. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. I just throw stuff out. <laughs> I was like, I don't really know uh, how to feel about that. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. It keeps you on your toes, at least. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, what else we got? A couple other things. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been big on, it's been big on Twitch. It's had high concurrent views. Uh, every streamer pretty much was playing. I'm like, damn, anyone, everyone not streaming this game? Any of y'all <laughs> playing your regular games? Uh, well, other streamers are <laughs> streaming Vampire no. Survivor. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah, so, uh, other than that, though, I, I'm happy it's out. I'm are curious the to others- see what the next... Sorry, I was going to say, are the other streamers streaming Vampire Survivor? Is that you in this call streaming Vampire no, Survivor to us? Like, I mean, yes, but legitimately Vampire Survivor <laughs> has, like, become this big stream game because, like, it's just very flashy. Like, there's such a lot of things on screen at once. Like, Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just looking through all the people I follow. There's, It's mostly Elden Ring, even for people that either don't stream a lot or people that play other games, but... I'll give it to them. People either want to make sure they're getting in on the new hype and not lose viewers, or they just legitimately want to play it. Um, like, one of my favorite streamers, Fitzy, is playing it, and I originally followed him from Overwatch, and he stopped playing for a while, because, I mean, people Because of out. the reasons. Just Some for the many any, reasons, people There's, like, a playing. billion reasons why you might. Yeah, it, he played other stuff, like a lot of Age of Empires, Hearthstone, Apex, um... Dead by Daylight, and I was like, I'm still gonna stick around. I appreciate your streams. Started streaming Overwatch again and did some Elden Ring. I'm like, I don't get this, but I'm gonna still stick by. You know, I, I support streamers for you know their personality. I like to help out. So, also support the small streamers. You know, uh, especially if they're your friends, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Um. Then last thing I think we have, if if I mathed this out correctly, 
we have some hollow live news, correct? Yeah, man. Yes. Some... Is it two points or is it the same point? So I know there was a concert that you sent to us. Is that related so, to the point on the list? I mean, that's related to VTubers, um, but no, not related to hollow live. Um, okay, I, I'll okay. start with that one first. It's because it's a bit shorter and it's kind of like, in the end, probably more impactful in a way. Um, mm-hmm. Kazuna I. Tech, 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 tech. Kazuna I was the kind of like the person whom the term VTuber originated from. Uh, okay. She, I think we talked about it months ago. She'd announced that they, she was going on indefinite hiatus. And mm-hmm. so her final concert was yesterday morning. And, uh, it was really good. Um, some of the, it was really long. So I don't expect anyone to go watch the entire thing. But like, if you just go and watch mm-hmm. a couple of the songs, like, first off, like, her company that like owned her model and like she worked with, it was like her and her friend who was the CEO. Um, like I've constantly talked about how good hollow lives motion capture is. Uh-huh. It doesn't hold a candle to how good the motion capture is on it's Kazuna. I, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> like getting like perfect hand gestures and like just very, very good movements. Um, mm-hmm. so, I- did they keep the Kazuna Eye model then? Yeah, so, and, and they didn't say that she's done for good, and, like, that company is still functioning, because, like, part of the problem that happened within, like, that whole, her whole side of the scene is, like, she's still, mm-hmm. like, the most subscribed VTuber, period. Like, she's still, like, massively popular. But what uh-huh. they did is they started doing, like, branches of Kazuna Eye, where they would, like, slightly redesign her, and she would get a new voice actress for that model. But they were uh-huh. all still technically Kazuna Eye. So there's like Kazuna Eye Black. There's like this one that's like a younger Kazuna Eye. Like it, it became very hard to fi- follow and kind of like diluted the brand uh-huh. in a way. Um, but yeah, so the original one is going on an indefinite hiatus. Uh, might have something to do with like financial reasons because like the company is like the CEO that was her friend stepped down and like there's kind of been like changes in the way they're doing things. Um, Mm -hmm. People were worried because like in her message when she first announced it, like she was talking about NFTs and everyone was like, people were like, oh no, please don't be an NFT announcement. People were like, please, because you know, I don't do that. Um, But yeah, you know, so that's like, it's a little bit bittersweet. You know, like I was never a huge follower of hers. Her music is really, really good. Um, and I watched the concert and it was really impressive, uh, cause they advertise it as a uh, Kazuna I's favorite concert or uh, final concert starring Kazuna I and 1000 of her friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that wasn't a lie. Cause in some of the songs, there's like an audience behind her that is like just a ton of different VTuber models. Like, apparently oh, a man. thousand of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm asking, do they purposely have the gift boxes be blue and yellow? I don't know. Or is that just a coincidence? Might have just been a coincidence. I'm not sure. Um, okay, because they're like a, the, a very specific yeah. blue and yellow. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. so move back around to it. But Yeah, I just had to wonder, because this is... It would have been a, I don't know, I don't know how last minute you could change right. palettes on a model and how, when this was all built, but. Yeah, but it was a, it was a cool thing, uh, you know, sad that that kind of era is over, um, you know, being like, that she is the origin of VTubers in general, <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's crazy that, like, someone who was, like, it like, that we're at a point where someone who was, like, one of the like big name founders is stepping out, like stepping away from yeah. it. Yeah, and that it's been long enough because like I think she yeah. started in like 
2016 or 2017. Like, it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, the Hololive news is yeah. a little bit more wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm seeing for Kazuna Eye 2016. Yeah. Uh, November 2016 is our debut. Weird time Which, to start doing anything. Yeah, weird time but, to start uh, doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's... Uh, so that's... That, that was her like YouTube debut, and then Nico Nico was uh, about uh, like, two months later. Yeah. So it is weird, like, just, uh, just to, to bounce off of that, any, like, sort of new trend or, you know, entertainment style, you know, we think about other digital... Like, I, I don't know who the first Twitch person would be or, like, the first person on justin tv would you be would justin been? wouldn't it like it was the guy it was the guy justin <laughs> yeah but i'm trying to think of like any legacy youtubers like you know one of the people we think about is bo burnham and he never oh, really yeah. stopped doing youtube like this he just started doing other things so there wasn't really like a like what to expect from it but imagine if like the game thrones like yeah yeah i mean imagine if they would have said hey we're not going to be a thing anymore right like that that would be interesting to think about someone who was there for maybe the beginning. Yeah. So like, I don't even know who that'd be. Like maybe like I Justine, if she would have like quit, but I guess when Jenna Marbles left, it was kind of a thing. Yeah. But I think her moment had passed, even though she still had a huge fan base. Um, so seeing like Kazuna, I retire to for a degree is kind of like, yeah. Cause like Miku can't retire. Right. Like, that's obviously a different uh-huh. kind of thing, but like, um, like some of the, some of these figures are never going to retire simply by dint of not being real people, right? Yeah, like Vocaloids are, even though they have like uh, like a a, a, a voice bench behind yeah. them, yeah, but they're not. Miku and like won't technically, stop. I mean, maybe they could. They could stop producing new Miku banks, but well, and they have for now. Um, but like, yeah, so people, but like, can... she is still the face of like Vocaloid. <laughs> so yeah, and you can still make like infinite shit with the the banks that exist yeah. like oh and just to, variations of just to give like a little bit of context for like how popular kazuna i was she was named in like ambassador to japan's tourism board by japan's <laughs> government by like a... that big <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's actually that's actually wild to think about. yeah <laughs> cool um, so what's the uh what's what's the, the other whole situation yeah so the whole this one is you're going to have to go down a little bit of a road with me here. Um, I was going to say, has it developed any more n- since it, you first... It's been an ongoing story, and, like... Get your tea ready, folks. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy, like... Because, like, it sucks that it happened, but it is almost entirely the person who it happened to's fault. Like, it's, okay. it's, it's like, one of those things yeah. where it's, like, you know, me reaping, me sowing. Um... <laughs> I both fucked around. Now I'm fine. Yeah. Out. Oh no. It, and, and it's unfortunate because it was kind of just like a bad way she handled a situation. And the situation was a couple months, like maybe a month or two ago, she was on a stream, uh, streaming with one of the other like Hollow Live members, and she got she had forgotten to mute her Discord notifications. So a Discord notification popped up on her stream from another popular streamer slash music producer named Mafu Mafu. Um, who, uh, first off, we're, we're talking about, um, Uruha Rushia from Hololive. Uh, she was terminated, <laughs> um, for, is the term that Hololive used. She was basically just they immediately, her. essentially they immediately fired her and like are shutting down her channel. So like her content's gone. 
Um, is okay, it so, because so what so like was she not supposed to be in contact with this so other producer? It goes or? a little bit further. Um So wait, just to be sure, the human got fired, but the character died, basically. Essentially, like they're I don't know how much they're gonna try to erase the character from stuff. Like that's yet to be seen, but like Okay. You know, because like she's on marketing and stuff like that, like or was. Right. Um <laughs> so she gets this DM and like the text of the DM, like it was in Japanese, obviously. So like I personally don't have a perfect uh, translation of it. Idea, but like it essentially like referred to her in a diminutive form that like would normally be reserved for like a significant other, which is kind of a like in idol culture in Japan. You know, half uh-huh. of it is about like the fantasy of you are dating these women yeah that this is this woman is your girlfriend right. and therefore if she is seen actually dating a real human person that she is a human being is interested in that makes her she has to like make an apology tour because she's a big slut exactly and like See, in american culture we just have this little thing called hope hope yeah. you we're like hey as long as my favorite celebrity doesn't marry that means i have a chance which is i mean Maybe you're in a committed relationship on the other side of the country, but there's still a <laughs> chance that Ryan Reynolds is going to run into you at 7-Eleven. <laughs> Which, like, you know, it, it does make it weird for, like, somebody who does follow, like, Alive, and, like, there's, like, terms that were previously used for, like, idol culture for things like Oshi, like, your favorite idol, which would be, like, one that you feel that way about. But now, like, fans who, like, clearly don't have that kind of, like, intent or dedication still use that term. So like it is, it's kind of like the the genericization of the word otaku. Yeah, from like kind of like a a really kind of nasty thing to say about so like a there's a very specific like denigrating kind of meaning. Yes, yeah, to otaku that has not translated into English at all. No, <laughs> and uh, is that what we use we before, but we're just I mean, so otaku... drenched in irony. We're like. I'm a wee. I was gonna uh, say uh, like uh, otaku like specifically was much more like, um yeah like like nasty intended I guess yeah like, right right negatively I mean, connotated is not what, what weeb was I feel like weeb even first... never like had that much of a like okay. the just yeah stigma attached to it um but anyways oh real quick. Because I don't know what else I'll say. This just going to throw this in there. Apparently, there was a Kickstarter to bring back anime Yaoi paddles. Yep, that's a bad idea. Yeah, Let's no, not we do don't that. do that. Let's not. Yeah, the, uh, to throw I something in through... on that is that the artists who originally made it are like, we did not approve that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. You just don't yeah, know what else I'd be. Able to it's say. okay. So, um, you know, it so people been better for all of society if you didn't say it honestly, but. <laughs> Just be aware, people might be tripping again here soon, so... Um, but yeah, so people, you know, some people reacted negatively being like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, she would possibly have a boyfriend, and so... How dare. She freaks out, and is, like, trying to get ahead of this rumor that she is in a relationship with this guy, and so in order to, to like, clear the air, uh, goes to what is basically the Japanese equivalent of Keemstar... <laughs> And oh god! <laughs> so you already know where this is going. Um, I don't, but I know it's not anywhere good. Yeah. <laughs> so and provides this person who is like basically just like a YouTuber who like just reports on like drama, um, and is kind of as I said, kind of like Keemstar in that way. Like goes to t- TMZ and says, "Yeah." So 
she gave him a basically screenshots of her DMs and her Discord to prove that they were just having a conversation about how he wanted to play Apex because they're in the same Apex clan. <laughs> However, just losing your job for Apex. In doing so, just jokes. I like Apex a lot. <laughs> in doing so, she also in those screenshots provided the usernames and information of a lot of the Hololive internal management and also other uh -oh. Hololive talent. And of course, this was not scrubbed before going on the stream because, you know, this person, why would they remove the information that they were given? Yeah. Um, so that was bad. Additionally, she had also provided this information as her actual, like, online personality and, and not as Hololive, which both would be bad. But now it's also tying her Hololive identity to her personal identity. Which is also mm -hmm. something they don't like to have happen. Right. Too. And on her personal Twitter, she basically had like a lot of photos of herself with other Hololive members. And so, so that like, made essentially it essentially doxing the other Hololive members. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. Like All of this is, is so like it, this is just like a cascading Yes. So like now, now there were you know so like, images. We like to talk shit on people for having fun, but like I just visibly cringed of like, oh god, yeah. the headache. Like yeah, because oh, like this is so bad. not only did you you know like basically provide all the Discord information for a bunch of management and like other Hololive members who now can just be sent direct messages by people on Discord until like they you know change like <laughs> different stuff on there. Yeah, and you also like posted a bunch of their images. Like, or gave access to a bunch of their images coincidentally. So that was bad. <laughs> um, okay, I can see now how all of this is, like, a big... Yeah. Like, a BFD. So, like, finally, I guess, like, uh, like last week, or two weeks ago, Cover, the corporation that owns Hololive, had come mm -hmm. out and put out a statement saying, like, hey, we support our members' rights to have personal lives, basically. Basically saying, uh -huh. like, hey, like... This whole like part of idol culture is not going to cut it. Like we are. That have been a very useful statement. Like five minutes before this person ruined the career. right, and like they they did it uh... in response to that happening, kind of being like, "Hey, we see that there's like a lot of outcry about that, but like even if like you know that was the case, like she's allowed to have her own personal life, which like that's good, though. good, that's which good is stuff. like a good move for them, yeah. In society, instead of making her go to a public apology or like someone <laughs> go to a public apology for having, yeah. Well, like, you know, a lot of people already knew that, like, you know, there's there have been rumors constantly that, like, two of them have kids or whatever. Because, like, some of them are, like, clearly middle-aged women. <laughs> like, uh -huh. you know, and, and, like, I, you know. Uh, it's like, you were making good content. And yeah. And, like. It, as in your persona. And the persona is who I like. Yeah. So. And I would probably, like, even if you didn't have this persona, like, if it was just you, like, I still like your style of content. So I would still watch it, you know, like. Uh, yeah. In fact, I generally prefer the ones who, uh, like, are older, because they, are, they generally because tend to be less. more, like, in tune with my interests. Um, yeah. Like, they like old video games and things like that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... I think there's going to be a growing market with, uh, either musicians or artists or streamers and stuff like that who are a little bit older, because they're going to be able to relate to an audience who is also aging. Yeah. Like, you look at all the esports athletes, for example, they're all, like, 
when I say aging, I literally mean 22 and up. Like, you see so many people that are like, I'm 18, I have the skills, I'm like, yo, but the stuff you're saying is like, I don't know what you're talking about, and it's making me feel old because I'm getting old. Right. Like, so where's like all the 35-year-old streamers? (laughs) It's like, hey guys, you know, stream's going up, uh, we got about three hours before I have to go to bed, I just got my kid to sleep, and I got three hours to game before I gotta go to bed and wake (laughs) up tomorrow to grind again. (laughs) Like, that's that's the kind of stuff that I want to see, and it's fun seeing streamers. Like, I'm seeing streamers, like, uh, like one of the guys from the Overwatch League, he does like workout streams before he plays games. But it's like, yeah, you know, I gotta take care of my kid too. You know, that's that's, you know, luckily my wife does a lot of the the hard work with it because you know I'm doing a lot of the income stuff. But it's not like I'm just having fun over here. I'm doing this to make money. So you know, share responsibility to the children. But it's really cool to see that yeah. kind of stuff. Well, okay, Yay. to to quickly wrap up what happened put with Rusia. Yeah, is that um. You know, after putting out that statement, like, a couple days later, uh, so on the same day that uh, Russia invaded Ukraine... Uh, Big day! Yeah, Hololive... Big day for Russias. Yeah. Hololive put out a statement saying, like, like notice regarding the immediate termination of talent Uruha Russia, which, like, was pretty wild, considering they had literally just, like, put out a statement supporting her... Um, well, we support ago? her rights to her life. However, all the other shit she did was real not good. Yeah, it was very much like a moment of them being like, hey, like, she leaked, like, private business information and, like, company and secrets, like- which is, like, a huge no-no in corporate culture in general, but in Japan in specific is, like, you know. Real big. Yeah. So yeah, literally the thing that she was worried about was the one thing that she didn't do wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's rough. I'm I'm laughing because it's just wild. Yeah. That, that you know, and I, I, I wish the best for her as a person, because like she did seem like a genuinely cool person. Like yeah. it's uh-huh. it's just it it's unfortunate like to see anybody kind of like your whole ass like, fuck your, up like <laughs> in your such reaction a way. Was, yeah, like you reacted poorly to yeah. uh, stressful situation and made it worse for yourself yeah and the reaction of the people still within hololive has been mixed like some of them were like very like you know crying on stream talking about how they'll miss her Mm -hmm. some of them who like people suspect it was their information that was leaked were more like you know it's like like, she made an unfortunate mistake but this like you know this is how it had to be like we respect management's decision it's like ah so like you were clearly affected one of the people in that picture huh (laughs) yeah so like have, have they they still haven't put they haven't put names to most of them or? I I like I believe she deleted all of those photos off of Twitter. I'm sure somebody out there has them and has put names to them, but like, you know, uh-huh. I But it like you, mo- the uh it wasn't entirely like no. a wash for those people. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh That's good. the other thing to note is that Rushia was and I probably should have said this at the top. She was <laughs> uh the top super chat earner on YouTube, period. Period. <laughs> um, yeah, not so just Hololive YouTube. Yeah. Or VTuber YouTube. But YouTube, period. Uh, so that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> just incredible. Yeah. It's... So, like, that's that's when you know, like... so hard. I was gonna say, that's when you know that, like, because Cover gets a certain amount of that income from those super chats. So, you, yeah, so you know, this was... It, like we have to do this because this is not the monetarily expedient thing, to right? Do. <laughs> like this is, we just kind of need to do it. So, but yeah, you know, support 
I, I, I hope that she lands on her feet and finds something else to do that, you know. Yeah, same here. It was less infosec. Yeah. She, she had very bad, like, infoopsec. Like, she, her whole identity was already pretty well known. <laughs> so, like, uh-huh. she was just real bad at, like, remembering to do things like turn off Discord notifications, which, like, if you are trying to hide your identity... You shouldn't do. And she was also, like, sending private messages to fans, like, on Discord and on, like, uh, uh, Twitter, which is like, hey, just don't, don't be doing that. It's super easy to turn, like, your your Discord notifications. All you have to do is just, there's a streamer mode. Like, I'm small potatoes, and it just automatically was like, hey, we see you're streaming, (laughs) so we're not going (laughs) to pop up. Like, it just did that. I didn't need to tell it to do that. So, I don't know. Hey, that's, I mean, that's the tea. That's, yeah. that's drama. Like I said, I said before the podcast, whether you're into like sports or like <laughs> VTubers in the hollow live or like reality TV or movies or books, it's all about the lore. Yep. It's that's all what about all this is. It's just a big discussion of, okay, in order to tell you why this one little thing I saw today was wild, I'm going to need to tell you like 10 other yep. things. That's the lore. <laughs> People... People ask me, hey, Dom, why didn't you watch this season of The Bachelor? And I'm like, well, it all started with last season. Actually, no, scratch that. This started about three years ago. <laughs> the lore has been going bad for a yeah. while. And technically, we hit on, like, we kind of hit that with VTubers because it's talking about Kazuna I <laughs> as well. Yeah. Like, we, we, we need to we talk need to about 2016 first. <laughs> yeah, in order to say why this concert was relevant, I'm going to need to talk about <laughs> something that happened right after the election. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. So, yeah. But yeah, Which that's, again, that, that's life. It's lore, baby. I will say, you know, even if you just have like a passing interest in like just J-pop, go watch that concert. It was really good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good stuff in there. Um, yeah, that's our that's our, uh, that's our podcast, podcast, right? We yeah, made it, we made it happen. We made we made a recording. Yeah. Uh, last thought: uh, uh, Is there any of this, the 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 starters that you want out of the three new starters? Sprigatito is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Is that the grass cat? Which one is that the cat? Grass cat. Gatito. Yeah. yeah. Like a kitten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I like the grass. Cat. I just hope that um, it stays on all fours for all of its evolutions. <laughs> you know, it's not. <laughs> you know, its third evolution is going to have like big titties and it's like going to be fire <laughs> and like firefighter grass fighting, huge or, like... thick thighs. <laughs> it's just going to stand up. That's the whole thing. It's going to be hot. Yo, I saw some. I saw some art today that was like the starters from the um, whichever one has Score Bunny in it. I forget what gen that is. That's Sword the and Shield. Region. Yeah. Versus, like, other ones, so it had, like, Cinderace versus Infernape, and I don't know why they drew Infernape so cheeked up, and everyone's like, uh, why did you draw this, like, you're not, it wasn't, like, a horny art, it was just a fight, but they just drew it in such an angle, like. But this monkey got quite the cheeks, like. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but, yeah, fan artists, when new Pokemon stuff comes out, like, someone knitted something. Yeah! Tito. Like, dog, how did you have this Someone made, like, a, like a. Like a extremely like perfectly exact to the illustration, uh, like plushy. That shit takes yeah. a lot of time. That's really detail oriented. Oriented, like. I don't understand fan artists. They have their pro or artists in general. They have their process. But when an event drops, I don't know like, the the speed. I don't understand. It's impossible. I'm like, I've seen your art process. You don't draw this fast. They're like, I. The, the gods took over. <laughs> That's like when, like when Homestuck was like dropping, like fairly often. Like people and I was on Tumblr. People would have 
like within minutes of like a panel updating have put together a cosplay of whatever new like outfit had been shown in the to be fair in the update a lot of homestuck costumes were like different colored like shirt a- and pants <laughs> yeah but like like start like like the the like the two people who want who bought the the ten thousand dollar tier on the homestuck kickstarter and were in one panel and then killed in the next one like people made a made like troll costumes and like made the fresh horns and like shit as soon as that panel dropped i was just like you know and there's a couple there's a couple costumes in homestuck that i mean i've seen you all, Steph, you and our, some of our friends wear uh-huh. that are not just a shirt. And that is true. It's fun, which it's not all of them. That's the ones that people like, but it was some elaborate stuff. And I'm like, people do this in a day. And Nintendo Directs, had, I I forget what it was. There was maybe it was a Pokemon game or something. But I think it was a po- yeah. When they first showed Nessa, someone had a cosplay of Nessa that day. Which granted, yeah. it wasn't the most complex costume, but like, no, this is the shirt. This is everything. This is photorealistic i'm like how did you you did this like did you have the wig on you like did you just have it at hand like so you know uh fans are crazy and i love them yeah but yeah that that's the episode y'all thanks for sticking for our post chat for that five minutes go pokemon yeah yay cat um yay cat we're also sponsored by a coffee company yeah any coffee company they uh black owned lgbtq plus owned fair trade coffee it's very delicious we've had it on several occasions so we can vouch for it it's coffee what else do i gotta say it's delicious and uh tasty and it wakes you up it does we've it's used every time good bean juice i see eric i drink this bean juice and wake up better (laughs) good juice nice bean juice go go make my chocolate makes me go fast yeah (laughs) but uh if you uh, follow our link in the description or go to their website and use offer code uh, character reveal, you'll get ten percent off. It's, it helps them, helps you, it helps us. So it's, it's all around. It's a oh, good, good deal, um, and it's well priced anyway. It's not like this is thousand dollar coffee and you're getting a little bit off. It's it's already fairly priced. But, but you nice if you do want to buy a thousand dollars of coffee and use our code, and use our discount, that would definitely help us. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yes, you should also do that. I just mean like one bag is not going to run you for a step right. on its own. You're gonna have to bulk up, but you should do that. I yeah. recommend it. And don't and you know if you're thinking this is this is a out there statement, but you know if you're thinking of donating your own God, like hard-earned american cash to like a patreon of a military this week maybe instead spend that money on coffee from us because we're better than literally funding imperialism out of our own pockets that's true i i i wouldn't say it's the hardest bar we've ever cleared but i i I do think we cleared that bar and we'd probably appreciate the money more so yeah granny coffee company that's the granny coffee company and if you're gonna do that buy that instead of funding imperialism yeah and if you are if you're like sitting here and like man i only want to give money to patreon though we have one of those too that's true we should probably also make like a coffee Ko-fi. Ko-fi. See, I always thought it was called Ko-fi because it's like co-financing. Oh, I thought it was called coffee because they like frame it as like buy me a cup of coffee. Well, I mean, that's what I I thought. That's what I thought like the Ko-fi was like a play on that word, but. I'm I'm sure it's but I'm pretty sure it's Hashtag why not both. (laughs) Yeah. On that beautiful Uh, note, give us your money unless there's someone who needs it more that is a legitimate source of that. Of your beneficence. 
Yeah, but if you're uh, if you have money to give away, uh, we Maybe would appreciate it. Help us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, listeners, it. thanks so much for listening to us hem and haw for a while. Fucking ramble uh, on at the end of this, like fucking Led Zeppelin out here, <laughs> rambling on. Yeah, sure. Uh, or the Almond Brothers, like Ramblin' Man. Uh, yeah, that's that's the poll that I have. Anyway, There's our fucking so dad jokes. Call it a day. Teehee. Until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.